Hello, peoples. Welcome to Shenanigans with Biscuits and Gravy. I am Biscuits. The other gentleman is... I am Gravy. That's right. Uh, we hey, like to start off today uh, doing our little IPA thing again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was actually so excited the last time, man. Uh, I went out today, had a little time in the middle of my day, and I picked up mm -hmm. a uh, another one. It's called Hopium. Hopium. I think I have yeah, man. Uh, it's made here, uh, actually in North Carolina, where I live, in Winston-Salem, not where I live. And it is 6.25% alcohol by volume, and its IBUs are 78. Wow. Hopium, yeah. uh, how do you spell it? It's H-O-P-P-Y-U-M. Hoppy? Um. Why is it not on there? And it's no, yeah, I see. Got a gigantic picture of hops on the front. <laughs> you know what? Um, I will be honest. I've not had. That. I don't know. Yeah, it yeah, looks I'm familiar, but I I'm, haven't I'm, checked it in my app. I, I was going through, and it was one of those ones that I was like, ah, you know, it's kind of local. Because, you know, Winston-Salem, I didn't want to – I told you I wouldn't go, like, exclusively local beers because I want to be able to discuss them with you. Yeah. But, you no, know, actually, but, no, I th I'm looking at the label, and I don't think I've seen that before. Yeah. Uh, uh, damn. All right. I'll try better next time. I'm sorry. It looks good. <laughs> I mean, it looks good. Um, yeah. Um, dark, dark brown bottle. Like Sam Adams would, and also a uh, high high top uh, cardboard like Sam Adams would. The uh, on this um, Untapped app, its average rating is a, out of five is three point seven five. Well, that's pretty um, good. That's pretty good. The uh, details or the style guide. It's uh, the recipe is simple. It takes some it takes some hoppy, add some yum, nutty malts, lend a surprisingly sweet base to copious additions of tangerine. Um, it's great aroma, it's super, uh, superior taste, clean, dry finish. Um, it smells, it smells citrusy, like yes. the last one tasted. Yeah. You know, you know, the last one, the Juicy Haze that we had, the, the, the Ranger, Juicy yeah. Haze, very good, but very, very fruity, very citrusy. Like it was a summertime beer. Um, I'm going to add this to my wish list, actually. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Which, All right. Don't know my wishes. Anyway, I have a um, yeah. I, I kind of went with my old uh, old faithful. I got a Longanitas IPA in the pale pale ale. I had seen that in the store and I didn't get it. Um, this is my typical, you know, normal what I get. Uh, get it at Costco. I get a twenty four pack and it's it's pretty cheap. You know, it's in the sixes when it comes to alcohol, the, um, and it's just my, it's my Budweiser of IPAs, basically. Dude, can I tell you, when we got off the last podcast, I was hammered, hammered, and I went and ate and had another one, and I was seriously doing, like, the dude walk to my bedroom. <laughs> like, I was leaned so far back, I was bumping into stuff. I said, Jesus. I said, this wasn't even a six-pack. <laughs> I, can't, I can't drink that stuff. It, yeah, it's... it's um, you don't drink much of it. You don't need no. to. 
No. Yeah. So that's here was my thing. first my first swallower of the hopium. Okay, all right. Let's and it's got that citrus at the front. Mm -hmm. It really does. How's the last, does, how's the end? But of it? it doesn't last long at all. It wears right off. It goes to that bottom part of your tongue, the like savory bits. Get that set, the, get the saliva going. And wow, it finishes really, really kind of quickly. Nice. There's there's a nice hit at the front. And, and it kind of really just fades down to the taste buds. And then it finishes out. It, that's actually really nice. It's what's a good the, beer. What's the alcohol percentage on it? Uh, it's a 6.25%. Ah, okay. Man, that is that is really good. Really smooth. This, this is something I could put in my fridge all the time and have. I mean, honestly, that, that is good. I enjoy that. Let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, let me, I'll take, I'll try to describe this one. Um, Man, that is good. My uh, Longanides IPA here. Oh shit! The second swallower is better. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, me and this beer are gonna dirty shit to each other. Yeah, this now this Longanides IPA has like you, you really taste the hoppiness in the very mm -hmm. first, and then. The next wave you get is kind of like on the top of the tongue, like in the middle, and it's just it's more intense than the first wave. And then it, but it's still that hoppy flavor. Oh, it, this one, this yeah. is pretty hoppy one. Yeah, I mean it, it's not really high on the IBUs, but it's it's yeah. um, it lasts quick. It's an intense, very quick and uh, intense, mm. you know, hoppiness, and goes away with a slight touch of, uh, um. I don't know what the word really to use, but uh, I like it. See, I don't like IPAs because when I burp and they make me burp a lot. Yeah. I don't know why, but IPAs do. But you get that flavor in your mouth again, and it's never as good. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, you know what I mean? Because you're getting you're getting the leftover of it, and you're just like, Jesus, why do I keep drinking it? <laughs> <laughs> but they are so – they really are. I mean and people – if you want to knock them, knock them. But IPAs are good beers. Yeah. I don't care if the hipsters and the millennials or whatever like them and are ruining them. And they are, you bastards. But, you know, they are good beers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sounds like you're uh, a, little, a little too much. Did you download that app untapped? No, I haven't yet. Okay, you know what? Break, break your phone. Dude, no, dude get, no. get me online is one of the hardest things. What, you, you know what? Get, you know what? I got my phone break. out. I got okay. my phone out. You're not finished this podcast until you upload this. All right, all right, all right. I want proof. You sent it in You sent it in the messages, I think. Yeah. You want, you want proof? How am I supposed to prove it? You screenshot when you're on your home screen where it shows all the different apps. Okay, hang on. Okay, let's talk about something else. Why I'm doing this too? Because I got to log into shit. Yeah, just remember untapped. When we're... yeah, I got it. I, I, I got it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, you know what? Did you know that uh, um, Batman, his Batcave, he has a secret Batcave under his Batcave. No, the hell he doesn't. Yeah, he does. What the hell? What? what? I know. I just found this out. 
<laughs> where did you, okay? Where did you learn this? Um, it was actually uh, one of the comic books, uh, the miniseries um, Injustice Two, uh, Volume Four, two thousand seventeen, and uh, it uh-huh. shows. Uh, they go into a secret back cave under his secret back cave. <laughs> now, come on. I know. I mean, he's already got the weird little dee, 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 you know, atonal scale. You got to play. No, wait, that wasn't him. Who played the atonal scale on their uh, piano to get it to open up? Uh, what the hell was that from? Because he lifted the, the head and pushed the red button. And that's when it opened the, the cage. That was and they the slide TV the show. I'm talking about the comic book. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the thing is, for the comic book, he's had several different, you know, uh, entrances and ways to get in. And plus, you know, damage to his mansion a few times and everything. He's kind of had to change it up as well. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm trying to remember. Now I'm trying to remember what the hell the atonal scale was from. I have no clue. <sighs> oh my goodness. Oh. Might have been the Adams family. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think that that might have been it. I think that. But might uh, have been it. dude, so I, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube. Mm. I I enjoy especially watching like debates and stuff like that on there. But I, I watch a lot of like uh, physicist channels, like uh, Brian Cox, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, stuff like that. You know, I, I enjoy listening to them talk. And I was listening to Brian Cox talk about AI. Yeah. And this kind of because he, evidently he chaired this kind of discussion at the Royal College in England about like AI. So these people were debating. He was kind of chairing in between them. And um, if it, like they were talking about whether an AI could take over mankind, like kind of a Terminator-style Skynet takeover. Uh-huh. And really what they found out was like via the debate, you know how it's taken over blue-collar jobs really already. I mean in the mechanic industry, you know, car building, that kind of stuff – Really, machines are the way to go. So that's the way everybody goes. Yeah. But they've come to find out that with these... Now, they can't make really an what they call, I guess, an AGI, which is an artificial general intelligence, which would be like a human or a humanoid subject. Yeah. They find that that just won't work because it's too complex. Like, really, the breakdown is too complex. So, but but robots are very good at specific tasks. Like think of the Roomba. Yeah. You know, real good at sweeping your freaking floors. Not gonna make you an egg. It'd be nice. But it's great. <laughs> oh, I've been trying to I've been trying to teach my dogs to make an eggs, but they won't do it. They just look at me and walk away. I'm still working on my kid making me a cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it's all I want. You know. Yeah, like, I what? know. I. I uh... That's like the first thing in the morning. It's like, as soon as my feet touch the floor, I go to the coffee maker. Oh, I, dude. And I get my coffee. Do you put yours in the night? Well, you got a curry, don't you? Yeah, but I also have a, like a little setup so I can, I, I'm waiting for 
uh, thing in the mail. I'm waiting for payday, and I'm going to order one of those, uh, the glass thing, whatever. And anyways, I got multiple methods for my coffee. I can always kind of switch it up once in a while. I do want to get some cold coffee, brew some cold coffee soon. I got to get you that espresso maker. I have no room, honestly. I actually have no. No, room. no, dude, dude. It, 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 it's four inches tall. It's not very big around. It, it is. T- it takes up no space. But I want to get you this because I want you to make a cup of coffee and tell me how you like it. Okay. Because this is how I grew up drinking coffee. So let me write. Okay. You know, it's speaking of dogs. Um, have you ever had dogs that smelled unusual? What do you mean? Like what? they they sniffed with their foot? No, they, <laughs> they, their own smell personal dog. smell was a little yes. bit unusual. Yes. Well, Moose, he's my uh, terrier with a little bit of a Chihuahua in him. Um, he smells like a human. Now, what do you mean he smells like he's, a human? He just what smells kind of like a human. He doesn't no, exactly that's, smell that's it. too vague. I, I like know. what kind of human? Because I like I know sick human smell i know just smelly human smell i know my wife after three bath bombs four lotions and some body powder smell <laughs> that, that's the old, that's the that's the uh, that's the most detail i can give you right now it's just it just it has humans he has human smell okay so now boba she's my uh um she's my small she's my little uh, fox uh uh, what is it called? Um, Pomeranian. She's my fox Pomeranian. Yeah, the one that shows your boobs all the time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, freak of a dog. What? Freak of a dog. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I told smells... you to stop sending me weird pictures of her. <laughs> <laughs> she smells like corn chips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, look it up. That's actually a condition. Smell her feet. I guarantee it's her feet that smell like corn chips. Oh wow! It's an actual condition with dogs. Look it up. Like bad? No, not bad. It's just a condition. It's just oh. their feet smell like corn chips. Well, when you when you use the word condition, it's like okay, there's there's something to it that's not going to be good. No. Like you have a condition. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I have several. I'm sure. <laughs> Undiagnosed and untreated. <laughs> oh. Oh, but oh, but anyway, we were talking about. <laughs> Artificial general intelligence before we got on dog's foot smells. <laughs> and corn chips. Jesus, that's a, that's a segue. Oh, wait, wait. But, no, um, it wasn't corn chips. It was... What did I say? It was Fritos? Fuck, I don't remember. Your dog smelled like a human. Yeah. And we were talking about machines acting like humans. So I get, I get how we got there. It's just, damn, that's a walk. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway... <clears throat> so they were saying, you know, how hard it is to make a machine like that, but how easy it is to make a machine that is kind of expert in one area. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's a machine that specifically makes hot dogs. It's very easy to do. Now, that same machine can't just like rear up, get an attitude and kill people. But what they found was that now that they found machines that can take the blue collar jobs they are starting to design machines to take the more white-collar jobs. Hmm. Lawyers, stuff like that, people who read contracts, because machines can do it a lot faster, find more discrepancies, and spit it out a lot quicker and work out different 
differences between themselves to find the more logical solution than humans would. So if you see it, actually, a computer would be better at being a lawyer than a person would. Yeah, yeah, that's in right. Still kind of Crazy. scary. Yeah, yeah, it's it's completely frightening still. <laughs> but the way he was saying it was so nonchalant, like I can't believe you don't know this already. Yeah. Like that, these machines are already out there that are doing this. Oh yeah, I, I've known about this stuff, and oh, dude, it, it I'm is... telling you, it, it it blew my mind in a way. That's why I really texted you early this morning, and I was like, "Are we doing one tonight?" Because I want to talk about this. <laughs> what was what was my uh, what was my response? Your, your your first response was, uh, "Oh, hold on, hold on, and then it ended." <laughs> Hold on. Then it ended. I, I think I can play it. Hold on. Um. And then it ended. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next one was. Um, what was my second I'm one? I'm going to go on. back to bed. Um. <laughs> <laughs> did it again. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Now, keep in mind, this is because I am super excited about something. I have nobody to tell but you. Oh, my God. Like, I'm listening to this stuff, and it is blowing my mind, and this guy is so nonchalant about it. It's like, Biscuits has to know something about this. I have to talk to him. It, it's been a while. I was uh, since uh, I actually watched a video on YouTube. I think uh, about three months ago, and I just all I remember is it was they were kind of going into some of the details and what's being used, like the new stuff going on with IA and plans, and you know it's kind of like, AI. Yeah, I what I say. I oh yeah I'm I'm kind of out of it today to be honest. No, you're good, man. I like really I <laughs> I feel like I'm in a fog. So I'm I'm basically just talking. I have no clue what I'm saying. I don't even realize I'm talking. I think I'm just sitting here. That that's a good legal disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> but um I don't that remember solves any, us from any liability. <laughs> yeah, same for me by the way. <laughs> but um. But yeah, I uh, um, it was it really did intrigue me. I think it was one of those like two or three in the morning, and I couldn't sleep, or I woke up but, after. Oh. I mean, honestly, if you put like, especially if you consider white collar jobs, like banking is a white collar job. Now you you put machines in charge of your banking, of handling all transactions in and out. Now that's a huge system they're in charge of. Mm-hmm. With. What, how much human check and how much do we give that? You know what I mean? Like, that little bit could cripple the whole system. That little, that little bit of power to a machine that you give a sentient kind of consciousness to could cripple all of humanity. I just, it scares me regardless, man. It, it just, dude, it, it should scare everybody. Yeah. But it doesn't. And people are like putting these these chips in themselves. 
Oh, yeah. Like, it's... yes, please track me wherever I go and whatever I do and whatever I buy. And if I pick up a CD and even look at it, you're going to know it's bad enough that, you know, I Google Asian midget porn and then suddenly, you know, I'm getting advertisements. Come on. Oh, uh, hold on. I got to erase my history. Okay. Uh... It's already too late <laughs> in the cookies, man. I'm going to have ads of Asian, Asian uh, midget porn now. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Uh, yeah. And trust me, that shit is rare and expensive. <laughs> what? Rare Asian midget porn? Yeah. Uh, it's a select group. Didn't... Uh, <laughs> Hold on! Didn't some... I didn't mean to silence you with that? <laughs> was... My my brain. Evidently, Asian midget porn is your <laughs> is the cutoff for your thinking. <laughs> your mind's going so quick for images, you just can't articulate anything. <laughs> I'm just picturing you like locked up like a season. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, uh, oh wow, I just zoned out completely. Doing a great went... job of getting out of it too. <laughs> I blanked out like completely. <laughs> oh, that's so good. If I did that any longer, I'd start journaling. Oh my god, I'm laughing so much, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> but yeah, man. No, but AI just that whole. That's just scary. In effect, we have programs that, you know, like what we talk about, that'll end up like on our on our social media feeds or, you know, or whatever, you know, in not even Googling it or, or doing nothing, but just speaking. Uh, they track that. Um, oh, yeah. Like my son for his, uh, for um, when Jagger for her Hanukkah. Um, he got this, like, uh, badass Nerf machine gun. And I had literally, it was like the next day, um, I saw an ad for the exact same thing. Dude, that's And I weird. wasn't the one that bought it, you know. And that was just like, I'm yeah. like, you know. I was like, if this doesn't bother people, then. <laughs> you know, like, I'm one of those people who keeps their webcam covered. That unplugs their microphones, turns down all their speakers. Like, I do all that. Mm -hmm. Because I know it can be done. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's what I hate. That I know it can be done. I, I hate that about myself. <laughs> I wish I were blissfully ignorant, but I'm not. Yeah, I, uh... I, I just sometimes I just don't care. I mean, I'm sure that someone's recorded videos of me with you know no shirt on and trying to pick the lint out of my belly button, but you know, that's what I mean. If you want pictures of me jacking off, just ask. Yeah. I got them. I'll yeah. send them. I'm not ashamed either. I think I'm looking pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm still sick. I, I'm a little bit better. On the sickness, but I'm like mentally, I'm just out of it. Like I'm gone. I'm not here. Whew. What were we talking about? Uh, you being like deathly friggin' ill with the measles, evidently. Oh yeah, yeah. 
<sighs> you know what? Um, speaking of, uh, where, where where was it? Um, where's my phone? I was at Barnes and Noble, Nobles, Barnes and Nobley, um, Barnes and Noble. Is that right? Whatever. I was there yesterday, and I was looking at some books, and I took a couple pictures so that uh, um, I can upload on my Kindle for a little cheaper. And there was one called 30 Second Physics. It's the 50 most fundamental concept in physics, each explained in half a minute. And it's got pictures, too. Dude, dude, I'm getting, like, every third word from you right now. It's the, I'm kind of getting some of that, too, is this connection. Yeah. So I'm not seeing the little thing on it, though. Let me check my internet. Okay, now it, now it sounds cool. Was I too far away? I don't know. Maybe. But I, I was getting, like, every third word. Okay, folks, uh, we'll be right back. Hang on. Back, uh, we had a little technical difficulties, which, you know, wouldn't make it a show without it. We did. I just God say it's a dang show. dang right. Oh, okay. Hey, we're a show. Um, so, <laughs> um, if we continue to get technical difficulties, um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. We are. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. Oh, man. Back to where we were. Yeah, I don't remember which one. We talked about multiple subjects. And... <laughs> Damn, we were just listening to it. How can we both not remember? <laughs> like, literally, we just went over what we were talking about. <sighs> oh, the measles, you being sick. Oh yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, no, no measles for me. Um, thank God. What do you think about that going on in Washington? Honest to God, like, what was it? Over thirty some cases of measles outbreak. Man, it, this this whole anti-vax, you know, people need to read history and be like, you know, all right, I understand essential oils. They do have some great benefits for certain things, but no, it's not gonna fix smallpox or measles. It's not, you know, vaccinate your kids. I'm sorry, but it's been proven it works. You know, uh, one of my friends posted However, something. however. Oh, go ahead. When it comes to the flu shot, I, have, I haven't had one in years. <laughs> well, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. Okay, so when it comes to the vaccines, right? Vaccinate your fucking kids. That is not hard. They work. They've been working since ancient Asia when they were grounding up the scabs of people with plague and blowing them in other people's noses to inoculate them. They gave them small doses to that. Yeah, man. That's they, kind they, of they, horrifying they, and extreme it is, at the same it is, time. But it's... It, that's how they actually that was that was the first real antibiotic. That's actually kind of cool. The body taking it out in kind of a, a minimalist form, grounding it up and blowing it in other people's noses. So we take that today. We are injecting it into your muscle. Mm -hmm. All right, measles, mumps, these things. 
people say, oh, well, if if vaccinations work, why are you worried? I'm not worried for my kid who's old enough and who has their vaccine. You like, know, he, he may or may not get it. And the thing like is, his the body, vaccine is, is basically a very small, minute portion of it's, what it's, it's actually preventing. It's a minute dose of a virus, either it be alive or dead, mixed with several things, including... People freak out aluminum hydroxide, <laughs> which, by the way, there's more aluminum hydroxide in any Tums you take than any injection you will ever get over the whole course of your life. You don't formaldehyde, which is a natural forming compound in the body. You don't need to freak out. Yeah. So stop um, worrying about since, that, too. Since you since we're whack jobs. Since we're talking about vaccinations and you brought up Tums. Um, hear me out on this one because you're you're the medical science guy. Everything. What if we use that same thing for like irritable bowel syndrome? You take somebody's feces, let it dry out, and then crush it up into fine powder, blow it up their nose. I hate to tell you, it's called. Are you ready? Okay. Fecal implantation. We actually use it oh. to treat certain bacterial diseases in the intestinal tract. We have you eat shit. We put it in a pill and you eat it. Oh. That is no joke. That is how sometimes you get decent bacteria in your body again. Wow. <laughs> Man, wow. That's, how cool is that? That's... I don't know whether it's cool or not. It's just... I'm, I'm, wow. See, and you, you asked it like a joke, but it's real. <laughs> it's an actual treatment. That's, Sometimes you need to get decent fecal matter shoved into you. That That's pretty freaking amazing. Cool, but at the same time, it's... But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> science can do that, but... <laughs> And, and this is this is what messes me up about anti-vaxxers and shit. Mm. Is these are the same people that say don't vaccinate your child; it's wrong. But if the CDC says don't eat that damn romaine lettuce, they throw out every head in the fridge. Yeah, they're backhanded people. Don't eat that. Really? Are you you're gonna listen to them about the lettuce, <laughs> but not about your child? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that drives me nuts. I'm, uh... and, and, and all these people, the people who post about it online especially, always start cutting off comments. All they want to hear is the positive feedback. They don't want to hear the negative. Even the guy who proposed this went back on his paper and said it was a complete lie. Everyone else has said there is no foundation in this. None. Vaccines do not give your kids autism. Yeah, I, I, I've... Period. End I, of at, story. At first, I, I, I contemplated happen. that theory of it, but, you know, since then, it's, yeah. Dude, it does not happen. It's a, it, it's a normal statistic across a broad, a broad spectrum of people. That's it. I mean, if you want to have that is good it. health, if you want to pass on good stuff to children, stop eating processed foods. Grow your own food. You know. Damn, right there. 
Yeah. That that is one of the basic things. Processed foods are the worst things for our bodies. Mm-hmm. It's been proven time and time and time and time again. And it's it's we're not meant to eat that. That's why no. we're getting so overweight. I mean, granted, I love me going down to Burger King, get me a you know, getting a a, a big old quarter pounder with some. Wait, is that that's that's Burger King, isn't it? Now, Burger King's got like the Triple King, the Double King, well, the Whopper, the Junior Whopper. Go, go into a little fast food place, grab a burger and some fries. I'm sorry, that's you know, I granted that's like the worst of the worst it, processed food, but oh, but, it tastes so that's good. Heaven to me, I love <laughs> oh. it. But then again, look at what we used to do, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, kids, young adults, me and you. I mean, like I was running eight, ten miles a day. I could go and eat a double Whopper and be yes. fine yep. because I burn that fat and that calories. People today aren't doing that. You know, when we were kids, yeah, we could eat McDonald's two times a day and it didn't kill us because we were outside playing hide-and-go-seek until it was time to come in at dark. You know, I honestly think one of, the, the, one of the healthiest, you know – healthiest things to eat and what what is is basically like fish not fried okay either raw or baked or smoked or something but fish a very small mm-hmm. portion of rice which I understand you know and i love my spam uh, musubi but it's a freaking brick of rice for one piece of uh you know spam and that's a lot but i'm talking with the rice you know and everybody, you know, thinks so oh, Asians, you know, that's that they live off rice, which, yeah, when you're poor, that's all you got to eat, you know, and you're still not eating yeah. a large portion of it because you're poor. You want it to last. And if you look at a lot of these Asian cultures that, you know, are lived long time, it's because they really do eat off their, their the vegetables, fruits, small portions of rice and fish. Yeah. And any meat. That is, I don't think there's honestly any meat that is healthier than fish. Oh, no. Gosh, no. No, fish is probably the healthiest meat you can eat, but we're overfishing our oceans. I mean, come on, man. We're, we're coming, let's be honest, we're coming to the end of actual, true, like, cargo-style ocean fishing. Where these people go out in huge trawlers and scoop up these tons and tons of fish. You know, I I, I would have to disagree, even though I have no nothing to you know nothing I can quote back on it. Um, I just what I see is that their fish are moving, they're changing, they're adapting. They're like, okay, this is where we hang out, and you know, I lost my cousin two two moons ago or whatever, you know. Let's go yeah. migrate over so here. So you're saying like they're moving out to deeper, farther ocean areas. Just, yeah. So that, we're going to have to go out deeper, farther. Whether it's deeper or farther or both, either way, but they're basically, they're adapting. Because I honestly think that, you know, people like, oh, fish but, have a memory, you know, they have a But don't you see is, that as a sign of overfishing too, man? Don't you see that as a sign of excess in our side? Because I think fish honestly breed very fast. And I don't see that we are. I, I think that the reason we're saying that, I there's really, I don't think that is a, on a scientific level, you could truly prove it. You can maybe. You're saying on a biological area. level, we can't yeah. prove that the ocean's sea, the, the ocean sea life is dwindling. Yes. It's too vast. 
the ocean is too vast, and you're talking about specific areas, not as a, as a total. But if you take specific areas over certain, I mean, you can have small amounts of biologists over a huge area saying, yes, these are all dwindling, and say, yeah, the population is dwindling. That's why you can't swordfish off friggin', you know, Martha's Vineyard anymore. You got to go out farther. Well, and here's the thing: the area that they cover. You know, how do they just know being they... devil's advocate, by the way, not arguing, yeah. just we're just oh, yeah. talking. No, no, that's because I don't know either. I don't know. That's why we're just talking. I don't know. I think, honestly, you know, all species of animals are adapt in their, you know, very, they adapt very well. I mean, you look at what we've done and with technology, we've gone from like building, you know, stone and mud and, you know, mixture of houses wise into we have skyscrapers, you know, that are. Half a mile, not half a mile, but you know, we have because we have greater cognitive ability. You know, we're not just swim, eat, survive. We're obviously high, you know, in the food top of the food chain, but it's just, I still think even minute, you know, creatures are very adept to, you know, you know, they, I mean, granted, they take, you know, they may lose some numbers or something, but eventually they, you know, honestly, I believe they're they're more adept to change than we are. I mean, you got to be honest about that. They're more readily available for change in their own environment than we are. Honestly, if yeah. it got too cold in Hawaii, what would happen? If it got too hot here, what would happen? We're not ready for shifts. Yep. Big shifts, especially. But I guess in their own environment, I guess you could say they're more adept to it because it's going to be in their environment at least. Now, us, like we have a yeah. very small range we can survive in, let's I, be honest. I will... The only reason that I will disagree is because of technology. If you go back a few hundred years, I think those that have actually lived off the land, you know, I think those people will more adapt than what we are today. Matter of fact, oh, we don't definitely. Have, and we don't teach us. We've talked about this before. We don't even teach that oh, to definitely. kids anymore. No. There should be – I'm sorry. It, it, I, looking back at my schooling, I wish there was a class that taught me how to make a fire from nothing. Mm-hmm. How to find natural water? Yeah. How to garden? Gardening being one of the biggest things. I wish I learned how to garden. Yeah. When I was young. And um, how to cook properly. Everything, meat, whatever. Yeah. Like those. Those are things I wish I would have really learned in school. I mean. If, Taxes are fucking taxes. You're going to have, you know, accountants take care of that shit. You are. Yeah. Just happens. But your accountant can't help you start a fire. Can't help you make a shelter. Can't help you find water. Can't help you skin and kill an animal. I mean, these are things I think as just a living being you need to know. Mm-hmm. And I thank goodness that I had a father or a grandfather uncles in my life that taught me how well my father mainly really my father you know how to skin an animal how to kill an animal how to catch fish how to gut a fish how to clean a fish how to cook a fish Mm -hmm. you know quarter everything you know that shit matters yeah it does because when it comes down to it that shit matters (laughs) you know yeah i'm i I was lucky i get to learn that from my family and um I mean, hell! I even had my first beer at six years when I was six years old. Wow, my I mean, son's age. I had camping my first is beer. Like a, people think camping is a luxury. It's really not. It's almost like a training exercise. 
Yeah. You know, that's how you got to look at it. You know, everybody gets a job. Everybody has something to do. Boom. You know, everybody's working at the same time to get everything done so you can stop and say, boom, we're done. Let's have dinner. <laughs> you yeah, know? People, when they think, you know, nowadays people camping, they want the luxury, the, the uh, ah, romance of it. Fuck and, that. Yeah. I want a tent. I want a sleeping bag. I want to go grab let's, my let's, fire. Let's, yeah. Let's get a trout line out there. Let's string it out. Let's get everything done. Boom. Five o'clock. Rinse that shit in. We got three trout. We got dinner. I mean, at the get very... Get the potatoes going. At the minimum, at least you can get a cooler filled with, you know... Bite food like cheap sandwich food, hot dogs, stuff like that. Oh and, yeah, and easy. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, still at least try to fish. You know. Yeah, you got to do that stuff. Now, me and my wife actually, there's a lake up here where we live called Falls Lake, and we actually have a campsite we like. It's actually C15. I know the exact number. We love it. It's got to walk down to the lake, put a trout line out. Let them sit there, come and nibble, boom, you got them. If not, hot dogs and s'mores, baby. Yeah. It's just, you know, real camping where you get dirty and you get smelly. That's right. You don't don't shower for a couple days. Hell yeah, you're not clean. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Might wash your face in some smelly lake water. (laughs) Yeah, I used to do that quite often. And also, too, was I had actually, um, now when I was a, preschool or not preschool but elementary school i did cub scouts for a little bit i really don't remember much of it but when i did boy scouts we always camped at least once a month and we would you know yeah we'd smell by the time we get home but you know we we all and we learned all kinds of stuff i loved it oh yeah and i wish we had something similar to that that was part of the school curriculum oh wouldn't that be nice but you know, we saw it as boys. At like, least, I was, at like, least I, uh, an elective in, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, for everybody, too, though. I mean, because I know a lot of girls that would enjoy that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, come on, get everybody out there and enjoy. It's just about being in nature. And here's the thing, too. I remember back in the 80s and 90s, you know. You know, that like even girls, they, you know, they had Girl Scouts, which I think was a little younger than the Boy Scouts. But there was other programs where women, you know, the female could go to. And, of course, we get today and it's like, oh, no, it has to be, you know, it can't be boys only. But, no, the now, granted, we they have more now than they did. But they still had, you know, all girl programs and stuff out there to learn the same type of stuff. But yet it's. People nowadays that bitch about it, they didn't know that because, you know, whatever. Well, yeah. My thing is, the Boy Scouts was a Boy Scouts. I did love. I, I was a member of the Boy Scouts. I got up to uh, she's a what was it? Bear, Bear Cubs, Scout. That was Cub Scout. Yeah, so I was a Cub Scout. Wolf Bear so I, and you know the. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, got I think Beaver bear. was one, or not Beaver. What was it? Uh. Jesus, I hope Beaver wasn't one. <laughs> I feel awful. I, I didn't even make it to Beaver. Jesus. I only made it to the second level. Oh. No, um, and the Boy Scouts, yeah, I think uh, it was the top two is Eagle, and below it, I think, is Life. And I made it to Lying, the one Lying. below. I made it the one below Life, which I well, think was Star. Well, I, I, I made it to Bear. 
Hey, bear, second year, evidently. I think I was oh, a wolf. Well, I made it to wolf when I was in Cub Scouts. So, you know, it, it was kind of a guy thing, and I did enjoy that. You know, the the the, the pine box derby, and you yeah. know, or you know, all that kind of stuff, and going camping with the guys. But you know, I went camping more with my dad than I did with the Boy Scouts. I I spent more time hunting with my dad, and doing things like that, and tracking animals with my dad than than I did in the Boy Scouts. So, really, time with my pop was better spent than any amount of time I spent in the Boy Scouts. I think mine was kind of both, because even just before the Boy Scouts, now you're talking Cub Scouts, because the badness and everything you're seeing, that's Cub Scouts. That's younger age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I, I still do see what you're saying. Um, yeah. But uh, but it was still yeah. better spent, in my opinion. Like, if I'd have spent that time, you know, two hours out of day with my pop, Mm-hmm. Than at this friggin' meeting trying to earn a plastic bear claw. Yeah, from my you know, from the uh, fuck my, the <laughs> age that my my son Jagger is, you know, six years old to hell, even maybe earlier, up until you know teenage times, I family and you know even the most time was with my just my dad and I or mm-hmm. you know him and his dad or you know uncle or whatever. But um, yeah, it, it, but then again, you know, Boy Scouts, you know, I had already known, I already knew some stuff, but there were other things I did learn that my dad didn't know or teach me. So it was, it was both beneficial. And I, I oh yeah, I agree, out. I agree totally. Yeah. I remember uh, my my dad and uh, and my mom. We go to Hillsdale Lake out in Kansas, and we had a little spot that we liked to fish all the time. And I think we, uh, I think it was my mom when she cast a reel and she caught some hair. Uh, human hair and come to find out there was like a dead body or something. Jesus, man, what the hell? <laughs> How do I learn this now? <laughs> yeah. It was, uh... But, uh... That is so crazy. We both, like, have a relation to a dead human body, but you didn't kill yours. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> you didn't even get that. That's yeah, awesome. I did. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh. oh shit what did i do what did i do are we still on are we oh wait i'm pushing buttons hang on hang on uh, i'm pushing buttons okay. okay all right oh. there we were i'm just gonna turn my keyboard off just in case okay <laughs> Okay, I, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> like I said, I'm, my mind is gone right now, and I'm kind of on autopilot. Well, thank God we both are, because this hopium stuff is just, man. Uh-huh. It's like, I tell you, 6. even 6.25% fucks me up, evidently. Because <laughs> I'm at the bottom of number two, and Lord, we're having a time. Yeah, I, I finished my wand, and my others are are being cooled currently because I didn't stock up my fridge Woo. last night. Oh, bad biscuits. Yeah. Wait, is rain coming inside? Yes, it is. Well, oh. I leave my windows open. Which way is it? Oh, it's coming from that side. Oh, shit. Hang on. Go on, get stuff. No, it's good. I just had to close windows. Um. Okay. 
Yeah, man, I, I love camping. And matter of fact, my dad yeah. did several camp trips. Like we'd have our, you know, dads come, and one of them was a canoe one. And uh, my, <laughs> this was like early '90s, something like that, or maybe even late '80s. And so, like you know, older guys that are now in their fifties and sixties, or fifties, forties, and well, no, fifties and sixties. You know, they they would yeah. wear like they weren't the whitey tidies. It was the shape, but it was colored. <laughs> and my dad is as pale as I am. He was as pale as I am, and we're like a morning time. We're getting up. If you people walks, don't know, that's damn pale. Very pale. <laughs> I wish my teeth. I wish my skin was as was as dark as my teeth. Yeah, my teeth are as white as my body. But um, <laughs> I think I've said that already. Who cares? Um, but he comes out of the tent, <laughs> pale as white, with like these maroon <laughs> fucking underwear on. You know, <laughs> I'm just like I'm. I'm a kid. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. No. <laughs> Why? Why are you embarrassing me? But everybody loved him. They thought he was great. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. We had a good time. We were, um, I forgot where it was, but we were uh, canoeing, doing some, uh, we're canoeing in some, you know, nice, several places were nice and calm. Several of them had uh, some rapids. It was a great time. I loved it. But I really, I mean, yeah, we, Boy Scouts was fun. Hanging out with my dad, camping with my dad and my family, everything was fun. It, it's times like that. that really stick with you. When people you know? say, you no. know, hey, well, and like, that's I, the thing, like, I live in a city. We can't do that. I'm like, yeah, you can. Just go on a weekend. Like, drive a out lot, of the city. Dude, a lot of the nurses I know, like, they show me pictures like, yeah, we went kayaking down the Cape Fear River. I'm like, oh, it's so awesome. Yeah. Like, I want to take my family and do that. You know that that that's a beautiful time, and there, there are places everywhere you can do that. Mm-hmm. If you live in the city, don't use that as an excuse. No, don't Go outside of the city. See, there's there's yeah. a world outside of the city you live in. <laughs> you really, God, it really yes. is. Trust trust us. We 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 we've discovered this. We've just we've we've traveled. Yeah. It, it, it happened by living everywhere all over the world and being like, this place sucks. What's around it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... <laughs> this place, Bart, this, this, city, yeah. this town has some really shitty beer. Let's, let's go to the next one. Yeah. $300 in calf fare and about 600 in, <laughs> in alcohol, you know, and the next morning it's like, where are we? Well, I think it's the desert. Talking, now you're talking about the Middle East, and that's easy to say. Where are we? Yeah, my uh, an old buddy of mine, Bruce. He we we've done that, and the fact that we and we both had blacked out, and we and we we come to, and we're walking literally in the desert, and the city is like way off in the distance. You can you can still see it, but it was like two or three in the morning. <laughs> And we walked, I don't know how long, for hours, just to get back and just to get, you know, back to bay. Oh, it was it was funny. We were drunk. We went through, like, alleyways with, like, uh, I remember with uh, taxi drivers. Like, where are we? Are we going to get killed? This place has black flags. We're not supposed to be here. Oh, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You're with me. You're okay. I'm like, really? 
No. <laughs> so, like, my worst experience, we ended up in the worst dive bar that you can end up in in Croatia. <laughs> and I was with a Serbo-Croatian linguist. <laughs> And the whole time he's telling me how the guys are going to kick our ass, <laughs> take our wallets. <laughs> I'm like, all right, yeah, this is this is bad, man. <laughs> so we need to get out of here. He goes, yeah, they're not going to let us. <laughs> I said, yeah, I kind of got that. <laughs> I said, so how do we barter our way out? He goes, give me your lighter. And I had a, a Zippo for my first boat. Oh, yeah, and I was like, uh, I said, I, I can't give him this lighter, man. So I can't, I can't. And I even put it on the bar and I said, I can't. <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, and snatched it up. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like, you can go. And I was like, dude, let's go. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Zippos, I'm telling you, uh, you go to some of these countries in a Zippo and a military uh, challenge coin, it's like it's like gold. I had a buddy of mine, and I forgot where we were, somewhere in Asia, and we were at a bar, and he's like, hey, I'm going to stop by. I'm going to get one of these hookers. I was like, fine. I was like, I'm going to be at this little coffee shop. I'll wait for you. So he's up there and everything, and he comes running out, and he's like, we got to go, we got to go. I'm like, what the hell? And he told me, he's like, he didn't realize he didn't have any money left. Oh, so yeah. he gave the the he gave the prostitute a command coin. No. And after the deed, he went in her oh. purse and grabbed it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I'm like, I'll should have left him to die. <laughs> I, I I was like, dude, I'll just pay for the cab for. Don't worry. <laughs> Oh, uh, he's a horrible human being. You that, know that. Oh, it's it was funny. I, I'm sorry. That, that that ain't even funny, dude. That's awful. Oh man. Yeah, come on. That girl did her job. You get. I mean, yeah. You got to be right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh man. What? What? How much time? What? Really? The first half was about 25 minutes, and we are. Almost thirty minutes in. Wow, we've uh, about hit an hour almost. Yeah. Um, I did. Yeah, look just up, bullshit. I I did look up a topic. And, well, and let me hear it, about it. It's gonna involve the Catholics. Oh, oh. bastard! Go oh. ahead. And Go the, ahead. The worst is gonna be the Roman Catholics. Hurt me like you wanna, you know you do. Oh, I'm going to hurt you, all right. <clears throat> Let's travel through time. All right, we're going to talk right. about the chronovisor. The what? The chronovisor. Okay. Um, uh, now, here's a little bit of me typing and copying. So I actually did a, you know... Okay, I'll forget it. I, I did quite a bit of type copying, but still, I put a lot of typing myself in here, so bear with me. <clears throat> I didn't check for spelling errors. Um, virtually all Roman Catholic conspiracy theories connect to the Vatican's secret archives. 
Um, the archives are essentially a collection of text letters that nobody really knows what else housed in the section of the Vatican Library at the northern boundary of Vatican City. The archives have their own website operated by the Vatican, which states that the documents housed inside pertain to such boring matters as papal expenditure accounts, state correspondence, individual cor correspondence, um, including original letters written by, written by Michelangelo, um, yes. or whatever, the two, the Pope, Julius II, and other Catholic uh, uh, authorities. Some believe it houses evidence of extraterrestrial life, perhaps dark truths that could uh, discredit and destroy the church. Um, now, the secret, the secret archives have about five miles worth of shelving. It has been estimated it could hold about a million books or more. Uh, the Secret Archives was formally established in 1475, but it is really much older than that. The most widely held belief is that it holds, that, that it holds books that have been banned from the Bible and things to relate to discrediting the church in their widely held beliefs. Uh, the Secret Archive has a time machine. This time machine is named, <laughs> is, is named the... Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, I was totally on board with the time machine. Hit. Like, when time machine hit, I was fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> that's, why I, that's why I waited to put that towards the middle of the topic. Yeah, I waited. <laughs> By the way, it's time machine... All right, moving on. The time machine is named the Chronovisor and was built by a Benedictine monk named a Benedictine monk named Father Pellegrino. Hey, just like the drink. Yeah, um, carbonated and bubbly. <clears throat> it was said he wanted to go back in time and film Christ's crucifixion. The Chronovisor was allegedly a functional time viewer or time viewer. Described by Father Francis Brune. Now, Brune relates that the chronovisor was built by Pellegrino, um, an Italian priest and scientist. Now, in the early 60s, Father Ernetti began to study the writings of Fran um, Francis uh, Brune, himself a Roman Catholic priest and author. Now, Ernetti allegedly ended up helping Father Brune construct the machine as members of a team which included 12 world-famous scientists. He identified two, uh, two of them as um, Enrico and Werner, oh, geez, Werner von Braun. The Werner von Braun. Yeah, let's say that three times fast. Um, the chronovisor was described as a large cabinet with a ca uh, cathode ray tube for viewing the received events and series of buttons and levers and other controls for selecting a time and location to be viewed. Um, it could also locate and track specific individuals. According to its inventor, it worked, it worked by receiving, decoding, and reproducing the electromagnetic radiation left behind from past events. It could also pick up the audio component or sound waves emitted by these same events. Er, uh, Ernetti said that he had observed, among other historical events, Christ's crucifixion and photographed it as well. A copy of this image, er, Ernetti said, appeared in the second er, May 2, 1972 issue of La Dominique... Oh, jeez. Okay, basically an Italian weekly newspaper magazine. Uh, 
I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. As as provided by an anonymous uh, relative of Father Inetti, there was a deathbed confession that the photo of Christ was indeed a lie. According to the same source, however, (sighs) Ornetti also affirmed that the machine was genuinely functional. Um, Now, Father Brune, however, does not believe Ornetti's confession and is convinced that the authority the authorities had coerced Ernetti into making a false confession. The alleged ex- uh, existence of the chronovisor has fueled a whole series of conspiracy theories, such as that the device was seized and is actually used by the Vatican or by those secretly controlled governments and their economics and all around the world. Now, it is claimed that the Vatican provided this technology, which is known as the quantum access, to the CIA. What this, the Vatican did is they subcontracted technology and gave it to the U.S. Pentagon and CIA starting in the late 60s. The CIA immediately saw that they could use it for political purposes. They set up a program in the late 1960s to gain knowledge about the political future. Um, and it is said that it, you can, they can also look in the future and is used to reveal future presidents, such as Donald Trump, in advance so that they can be groomed for the job. Holy shit. Yeah. That's extensive. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean to be able to pick, predict Trump. I mean, come on. From the nineteen sixties. Yeah. With Kennedy and and you know during that time Kennedy and uh, uh, who was the asshole after him? Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. Nick. <laughs> yeah. Well, you had Nixon then Johnson. <laughs> No, wait, hold on. No, no, I thought it was Johnson that took over when this Kennedy was assassinated. Oh. And then Nixon came after. No, yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Right. And you're the you're smart right. one. Come on now. No, I'm not. Let's let's not play that card that oh, I'm the oh, smart one. Oh, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm good at the medical stuff. Don't leave me to the political and the ideological. That is all you, brother. Hey, you're you're the more the book smart. I'm more the streeter smart. Now, you're you're the sexy rogue who keeps him on our side. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So yeah, the chronal visor, or you know, using what is called uh quantum access yeah that's uh that's pretty trippy um yeah i i, I can't say whether i say yes or no can i see it yes can i see it being possible yeah to a point yeah i would that's say when you, that's when you say yeah like yeah like you can't yeah 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 okay mm-hmm. yeah Okay. We'll try it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> or uh or 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 this way. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to bed. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, that was good timing too. I had to pee, so. No, that was beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> so yeah, yeah that carry ass funny that, as shit. <laughs> so that was my uh topic. I actually didn't have one. Um I honestly Well done, sir. Hey, last or should I say on Monday my topic I had an hour and a half to come up with the topic and I actually do about twenty minutes worth of work. So and I did it. This time I gave myself a few hours, so Well done. Yeah. I was actually personally looking up. I was like, you know what? Vatican stuff. What do we got here? Mm-hmm. And I never heard of the Chrono Visor. That was actually new to me. Me either. Fucking Catholics. Yeah. Well, what can you say? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, I mean, they can they condemn children who have done nothing to... Nothing. <laughs> For yeah. eternity. And and yeah, and, and the Catholics. The, the, That's the, limbo, assholes. That, see, yeah. see, people don't understand limbo. Limbo is nothing forever. So, you know, like, Jewish or Mormons, I kind of get that. You know, being closer or lesser away from God's light, depending on your... Amount of faith. I get that. Mm-hmm. Catholics, like, dude, if you aren't baptized as a baby, you're fucked. You're just fucked. And you're just wandering around a void, like, what up? <laughs> <laughs> I, I find it fascinating that you are both cat, you're, you were raised Catholic, right? Yeah. You're raised Catholic and you're uncircumcised. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to hear the story behind that? Hit me. All right, sit back. Okay, I can't. I don't have a thing, but okay. Good. Okay. You hear a thump. You're, it's me falling. You're as back, back as I want you to get. <laughs> if you hear a thump and then me moaning, <clears throat> I actually sit back. So, let's picture it. Here's the scene. It's snowy outside. December 12th, 1979. I'm kind of pissed off, and I'm heading for an exit. Boom! Get there. My mother says, Well, he doesn't have much, so don't cut any more off. (laughs) (laughs) Boom! There you go. End of story. (laughs) Oh, oh. Oh, God. That's... It's awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, so so um, we we do have a new listener, an old buddy of mine that I served with back in uh, Fort Benning. Um, that's Georgia. What? Yes. Yes. Well, people don't know. Oh, okay. Well, but uh. Yeah, he messaged me. He was on my old account that I deleted or just don't use anymore. But, um, um, Grigsby, hey, thank you for listening. He, I, I gave him the link for our last episode, which is 38, uh-huh. I believe. Wow, yeah. we're already at 38. Yeah, dude, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, God, we have come so far. From when, like, you know, we were talking in my apartment. 
<laughs> yeah, it's um. We started this as a joke. Honestly, you said we should start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know that. That's true. I did. That was it. Yeah. And <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, and we did. Yeah. I think a couple people had posted or something that said they agreed. I don't remember who, but. Uh, but yeah. yeah, they they probably aren't here now. <laughs> They're probably not listening anymore. Yeah, I su- wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that was a horrible idea. <laughs> yeah, you guys should do it after a few episodes. Oh, my God. What did we do? You know, this is how North Korea got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Back in history. What started World War Three? This podcast <laughs> called Shenanigans with Biscuits and Gravy. <laughs> it happened. That's so awful. Yeah, we we need to uh, eventually. We need. I think second season, which I don't know when we're even gonna in the first season. Um, but at some point in the future, we need to start like calling people at random. At random? Yeah. Well, well, that too. That's <laughs> <laughs> considered harassment. <laughs> I'm not up on the laws yet, but. <laughs> okay, all right. Maybe not random. <laughs> that would be awesome, though. Yeah, that was back in the day of, like, the telephone that either, you know, you, you had to push the buttons, pick up the receiver. You're talking about when we grew up, like Generation X. Yeah, yeah, Generation X. Dude, I, I mean, honestly, of all the generations that we know of, past, previous, you know, the ones, you know, we got millennials now, we got the Generation Ys, but I think. We are the last generation to play outside, really. You, you know what? Prop, very possible. Uh, I mean, honestly, like, I look at my son, and I'm like, don't you want to go outside and play night tag? It's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, winter time was night tag season. Because it was like six o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. And you could hide in a tree and be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah, I yeah. You know what? And we're probably the last ones to really climb trees. Do you think so? That is so sad. I, like I, to I really have no proof. That is so sad. I, I just said it. I have no proof. <laughs> Me either, not. but I remember as a kid, like, actually climbing trees actively. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, you know, if I saw, like, the same type of tree that I'd do it back then, i look at it now like, uh, no, no, no. Well, because we have to think of insurance costs now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we weren't the one paying the insurance like, back then. <laughs> if I fall out of this fucker, that's a $25 copay. <laughs> 
course, our parents were like, you break a fucking bone, it better be worth it. <laughs> uh, well, that, I, and I think that's why they broke our bones. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I think it's a sprain. Nope, break. Bang! <laughs> Horrible shame. Goddamn. Yeah. You know, now I think about it, I've never actually been taken to the emergency room in an ambulance. It's always someone drove me there. I can tell you I have. What the hell did you... Oh, poor connection. I, you still there? Oh. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah. Yeah, you said, you said, when have I been taken to the emergency room in an ambulance? Yes. Let me tell you. All right. I was five years old. I was across the street in Troy, New York at my uh, friend Jimmy's house. Jimmy's mom had made hot dogs with ketchup. Boom. Gary don't do ketchup. Gary's going home. You choked on a wiener? So, no, I didn't choke on a wiener. I went home. Okay. So I'm walking across the street, and I say, boom, I'm going to go across the street. We'll start walking across. Car hits me. Boom. 35 miles an hour, Trans Am. Hits me lower knees. Thank goodness. I end up flipping over the car, landing on the sidewalk. My mom comes running out, my Aunt Mary, everybody, because, you know, my whole family lives in one building. (laughs) 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 Kind of wasn't Italians, you know, we all live in one building. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody comes running out. They're like, oh my God, Gary's going to (laughs) die. They ended up cutting my new jeans. I remember that because my mom was freaking out. Cause she's like, don't cut his new jeans. They're brand new. And they cut my new jeans all the way up to the crotch. And all kinds of shit happened. And I just ended up having a really bad bruise. Yeah? Yeah. And but then... I actually lost consciousness getting hit. So I got hit. I remember getting hit in the legs. That's one thing I do remember. I remember that pain of getting hit like right yeah. below my hip bone. On the left side, and it flipped me up. And from what I was told, the windshield hit my head. You know, kind of came at me and smacked me like that, and flipped me over a couple more times. And that's, that's why what happened. That's the. That's why. That's. Uh, uh, that, that, that's <laughs> yeah, a good idea. What happened to me? <laughs> I had. A, I think I was like. Um, I was Figured, fifteen. Yeah. I got. <laughs> I'd say the first time I get hit by a car, I think maybe the second. It was uh, I was 15. I was riding my bike and the car, you know, I was gonna cross and I, I you know, I had slowed down and I was, you know, to tell her to hey to go by, and I thought I saw her, you know, yeah. saying hey, moving her hand to, you know, let me cross. Go ahead. But yeah, that that's not what she was doing. I don't know what she was doing, but she was giving you, know. you the finger. I mean, like, fuck you, I'm gonna hit you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> next thing uh-huh. I know, I see her coming, and I just I quickly uh, I quickly moved uh, my feet up as high up on the bike as I could, and you know, but it still it 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 um, crushed my femur. Uh, didn't break it. Oh, but it definitely bruised the shit out of it. Um, and I landed on the uh, hood and slid up uh, into a nice little thump on the windshield. Oh. I didn't even tell my parents. 
Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't. I didn't tell them at all. I'm like, oh, they're gonna Dude. fuck me up if I go to the hospital. <laughs> so my first vehicle ever, for people who don't know, was a 1976 Yamaha CD motorcycle. Hmm. It didn't have a key. <laughs> you could you, literally, you could push start and steal it. <laughs> But thank God it was so ugly, no one did. So uh, <laughs> I was leaving school on this death trap one day. And a lady was backing out. Beautiful old lady. God love her. I, I wish I could remember her name. I never got it. But she was backing out, and I hit my front brake and rear brake at the same time. Went over the handlebars. Bike came over. Boom. Crushed me. It's like, eh, you know, smeared under it. She gets out. Oh my God! Are you are you okay, honey? I said I'm fine, ma'am. I'll, I'll just get up. And like I couldn't walk. <laughs> and come to find out, my knee was dislocated. <laughs> and I'm sitting here telling this nice old lady, "I'm fine, ma'am. Please go back to your car." And like literally dragging this misshapen leg. <laughs> I'm all right. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and she was so sweet and so nice are you sure you don't need I'm fine I'll go home in first gear <laughs> done it before <laughs> and oh my god it was awful <laughs> did you go to the hospital or did no, you set no, it no. yourself I, no I went home did you set I it went yourself home. no it, it turns out it wasn't out of place. It was just badly, uh, badly sprained. Oh. My knee got uh, torqued way to one side, and I had a black and blue from my uh, the bottom of my knee down to my ankle and across my foot. Because mm. my leg got drugged back so far. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're we're approaching the end of our podcast for today. Uh, oh Jesus! Yeah, time goes by. Weird. Did we even record this second part? Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been even better. We we did that, didn't we? Once, yeah. I think we did a take two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to. We had to do a take two. And the funny thing was, whatever topic we talked about the second time wasn't nowhere near as funny. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> that's how. Uh, that's how well we we know our uh, technology nowadays. <clears throat> yeah, the computers and miss the old floppy disks. Taking twenty minutes to get online. Um, oh God, the four point fives. Yeah, you're gonna play Oregon Trail in about ten minutes, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So um, so yeah, uh, folks. Hey, um, if you're on Facebook, go to Shenanigans with Biscuits and Gravy. We have a page there. Uh, we put all of our episodes up there, and occasionally we might actually put some pictures. Um, I haven't done that yet, or I haven't done that lately for some of my podcasts, but I will. I will soon. Noise. Noise. Um, Noise. But hey, um, 
our closing remarks as we normally do. Don't be a douchebag. You know, be nice to people. Do something good for somebody. If someone pisses you off, just smile, hug them, and rub their butt. Think of what you could do, and then be kind. Yeah. All right, folks. Have a good one. All right. Love you, brother. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, nipples.